0: Hi, I'm Daniel Budai, and this is The Ecom Show, a podcast where you can learn more about the world of high-performing e-commerce players and marketers. The show is brought to you by the team of Budai Media. Let's grow your e-commerce business together. Hey, everyone. Here is Daniel and uh today i'm here with uh, jonathan from uh, singapore and today we are going to talk about uh his personal story how he started with digital marketing and also how to use facebook ads google ads tiktok ads in e-commerce so uh, hey jonathan how are you today hi daniel thanks for inviting me uh and thanks anybody who's listening right now yeah yeah great so before we jump into the technical things, uh, tell us more about uh, your story. And uh, I know you are still very young. So I'm really curious how <laughs> did you end up in in where you are now? Okay.
1: Uh, by the way, Daniel, you're not very old as well, but okay. Uh, <laughs> my name is Jonathan. Uh, I am 24 this year. Uh, I run a digital marketing agency. I came in the internet marketing space by... So I was in uh, inscription. So I was in the Singapore army for two years. Uh, nothing special. It's just a compulsory thing for all Singapore males. Uh, and then when I was in the army, I felt like I was like wasting my time. So I picked up photography and videography. Then I did about like a uh, wedding photography and video then like commercial jobs and shoots. And then one day, like a video agency hit me up and say, hey, can you shoot her for us uh, some stuff? And then when I realized then, then I found the world of like e-commerce. Um, I found dropshipping as well. Uh, and then started uh, my own brand uh, but then that totally flopped and failed uh and then I learned facebook ads from there so I spent my own money and totally burned it so I understand how that feels um and then I learned facebook uh through there and that was around 2018 also uh now we help e-commerce brands with their paid traffic so google facebook uh, tiktok whatsoever um and just scaling from there um yeah pretty much
0: <laughs> yeah wow you you are only 24 and you already tried many things yes in, Wait, in Daniel, the how, how young are you? I, actually, I'm gonna be thirty uh, in November, and twenty nine. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> what was? Yeah. Tell, tell us some more about your e-commerce brand. I'm curious. Say, say again, my e-commerce brand. Yeah, yeah. About your e-commerce uh, store. What? What did you try back then? Oh, okay. I I wanted.
1: Oh, I did like luxury sunglasses so i didn't really understand dropshipping then so me and my partner actually bought stock i think around like three four hundred pieces so now it's still somewhere sitting in china i think in shenzhen somewhere Uh, it's just unsold um yeah Uh and then we completely flopped because it's like uh okay we tried targeting and like we have no idea what we're doing right but uh i guess it's a learning experience and stuff so (laughs) yeah
0: yeah nice and are you planning to start e-commerce in the future or you prefer the agency uh,
1: so nowadays, I do more partnering. So if a brand owner, for example, comes to me and then, uh, you know, we can decide to help them on the agency side, you know, just uh, like uh, a client relationship, or we also can do a partner relationship where, hey, we take equity, for example, and then mm-hmm. we help them run their paid traffic, their marketing, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, so in a sense, it's like win-win because, you know, there is more... Uh, upside for us as well. And also it's like, we're really building a brand here and we build brand equity, you know, scale that and then the email list grows and stuff like that and then engage someone like you. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So I think that's, I guess, more exciting per se rather than just doing pure agency work as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I've never did equity deals, um, but I know, especially those guys who, you know, do Facebook ads, they like these deals or revenue share. We, Use more like a fixed uh, pricing model. Uh, when I had only two three clients, I remember back then I was uh, I did revenue share more and it was less uh, reliable for sure. Mm-hmm. But when there was a win, it was a big win. So uh, with the same amount of work, we could make like even five hundred dollars per client or six thousand dollars, and it mm-hmm. it really depended on the month. So yeah, yeah.
1: I, I do you still hold some uh, ref schedules though
0: at the moment i think there is no any there is no client where we have it not anymore um okay. it's just more now we have almost 30 clients and it's just more uh, reliable uh, we calculate the cash flow and all of these things and uh, it's just easier. Uh, I I think our financial guy would go crazy with a lot of revenue deals. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. 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 So let's talk about Facebook ads. Um, So what is very simple question? So how to make good Facebook ads, which converts? Uh,
1: You tell people what they want to hear. So you give them the benefit, everything that they want. Then you remove the risk. So you tell them, okay, we're going to do everything that you want and we're going to take away all of things you don't want to do and then afterwards you give a guarantee. So it's basically an irresistible offer. So nowadays, Mm -hmm. it's like running traffic, you know, normal photo, video ads don't work anymore. You need an offer that is like seriously, people really want it and so it just makes your life easier. Uh, And the second thing I probably is also sell higher ticket stuff. Uh, If you're selling like $40, $60 products, it's uh, it's not impossible, it's just difficult per se. Uh If you go into a high ticket range anywhere from like uh, more than hundred AOV generally for physical product e-commerce. Uh, then you should be good to go as well. Yeah.
0: Okay. So most of your clients in this category, right? In this uh, higher end uh, category. Yeah, yeah. We I remember uh, we talked about an ex-client of uh, we work both with this client. I don't want to mention the name, but yeah, this company <laughs> sells uh, higher ticket mirrors and and furniture uh mostly in the uk and their aov is pretty high i think like multiple hundreds of pounds or dollars something like that uh and it was a really interesting niche as well um yeah yeah far from average um how about how about uh so irresistible offer and uh What do you think about, you know, all of these AIDA model and all of these models, how to write the copy, how to create the creative? Do you follow any? Or uh, yeah, let's talk about maybe Facebook ads copy. What do you think? Is it Uh, important or not really in e-commerce?
1: So for me, for example, I don't know how other people do it. uh. I don't know how other agencies do it, but how I do it is I like to write a long form story based copy. And -hmm. the reason why is because it's like, uh, if I am telling a story, I'm selling on emotion, right? Whereas someone else is selling on uh pure benefit or pure pure feature alone, mm. right? So you you commoditize that experience, and someone <clears> who is a consumer sees that as commodities. Like, oh, I, these guys are offering xxx, whereas this guy is telling story. And so once I have an emotional hook per se, right? Nobody can quantify or price that emotion or that yeah. experience. So generally, you can charge higher per se, and the ads convert better as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's really true. And especially with these higher a o v products, because you know you can sell i just mentioned mirrors you can sell a mirror for ten dollars, but for two hundred as well, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's really about emotions and perception um how about uh videos uh, and how would you convey this emo- these emotions in the videos uh
1: so, yeah, video is still a very, very important part of e-commerce because people want to physically see the actual product they are buying. In terms of how to convey that emotion, uh, you can talk about, you can show the testimonials of or how other people have experienced. Mm-hmm. So you can take, chop up testimonials that are like very, very long form, for example. If, imagine a customer gives you like a three-minute testimonial, you chop it up, and then yeah. you talk specifically about the before and then after benefit. Then once you have those two in the testimonial, then you just like repeat them. So imagine it's like a Congo line, like one, two, three, four, five, six. And people see like seven testimonials in a row. Uh, Then ge- that's generally how you sell on emotion. Uh, because it's like uh, undeniable proof that, hey, your product works and uh, mm-hmm. is delivering results for the customer. So to the customer with the long form copy is a very, very powerful emotional aspect it because they see people uh, transforming their lives being transformed by the product. And then they see the copy and then they are tied into that. And then they're just more invested into buying that product basically. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. So would you stack these uh, long testimonials and this would be like a long video or something?
1: So, uh, so I recommend if you have long testimonials, right, you put the like unfiltered raw video onto the landing page, Mm -hmm. but then the short form, obviously the snippets and like the highlights of the testimonial, you put it on the ad itself.
0: Okay. And uh, how would you collect these testimonials? I think many brands, especially people starting out, they just don't know how to do it. They don't get it automatically. So how should they get these?
1: Uh, So if you already have an email list, it's quite simple. uh, You just go to the email list. Then you sort by, uh, in Claver, you can sort by lifetime value, right? Then you can sort by customer lifetime value. You see who has bought from you the most. Then you go and physically reach out to these people and then ask them to give you a testimonial because uh, yeah. if these people have bought from you they they like trust and respect you right which means that if you ask them for something you're, they're probably going to say yes right and then you give incentive like discount or something like that on the email list and then you can get those testimonials uh, even better right you can go and ask them hey can we uh, me and for example you're the founder right hey Daniel can you go and uh, go on a zoom call with this person and then you go talk to him have like a 30-40 minute conversation you can take the conversation obviously tell him you're recording the call and then you can chop it up and then you can put that into testimonials as well uh, that works very well for like retargeting uh, ads and also you can put it as like a separate landing page on your website, like uh, danielbuddai.com/slash pages/slash reviews. Then you just stack the entire page with like 40 mm. testimonials.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, if, yeah, yeah,
1: you know, if cold traffic, sorry, if cold traffic goes to that page, right, they, they are like, going to see, hey, Daniel Buddai is the real deal, man. You know what I mean? So, yeah.
0: They become warm immediately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I really like uh, consulting.com by Sam Owens, where there are. Three thousand, five thousand 5,000 testimonials <laughs> like crazy number and each is at least one minute and uh that is the name of the person the location the stars and you know almost each of them uh, five star and it's just you know when you see it for the first time you don't know this guy then you yeah. you are just what the hell that's crazy um yeah and uh it was a question in our Facebook group that we replied a few days ago about mm-hmm. tools. So we really recommend a video ask it's a tool by type form. And uh, if you know type form surveys, it's really similar, but in a video format. So, and people can uh, submit uh, video reviews even with their mobile. So it's the experience is super good because I think it's a kind of friction that, uh, most people, they don't send you a testimonial because it's just difficult. You ha- They have to upload it or, you know, a lot of hassle. So these tools uh, help a lot. Um,
1: or oh, just to okay. take on what you said, yeah. right? Sorry. I think yeah.
0: Looks, uh, you know, Looks Reviews? Yeah, yeah. The
1: company. Yeah, I think they launched yeah. a video review feature as well. Uh-huh. Recently.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we use Looks and Stem.io as well. So we also use different tools uh, for this. Let's talk about uh, Google ads a bit. So, uh, sure. simple question okay. again. So how a good Google ad looks like, look like. Uh, how a good Google ad looks like or how does a good campaign? A good campaign. So how to create an amazing high converting Google ad? Yeah. Uh,
1: I think it's like, it's not anything special than what other people are doing. You just uh, research based on data and trends on the search volume. And then you just target those volume so the, the difficulty with with uh google is like okay if everybody's bidding for the same keywords right like how do you differentiate yourself so that's why uh it's going back to the same principles of marketing of like the irresistible offer the same thing as facebook right your landing page just needs to be super super solid for that to convert on the click yeah so imagine if like you're in the makeup niche right you're going to go up against like people who are willing to spend what 15 16 cost per click sort of thing so how do you differentiate you can you know your landing page and your offer just needs to be better uh, then also, you can do search, shopping, and YouTube. So people think that uh, Google, right, is a very one-dimensional platform where you only can like, target bottom-of-funnel traffic. That's not necessarily the case. You actually can go into YouTube and you can create demand for the product because people are sort of searching for the product already. So technically, uh-huh. they're funnel right? They are looking for a solution, but they're they are undecided about the solution. So they're just trying to see who is going to, uh, which brand or which product I'm going to buy from. Yeah, so you still can, you know, generate demand like just like facebook where it's like uh interruption style marketing uh but on youtube does that make sense yeah
0: yeah Hopefully. especially on youtube uh i think in the early days it was a search platform but in the recent years it became you know almost like social media almost like facebook because uh it gives you a lot of recommended videos and there are different ways uh i think there are chats as well but it's less used than uh than uh, on facebook or on Messenger, but hmm. uh, yeah, YouTube also changed a lot and you can generate interest uh, on that platform as well. Um, what do you use? Uh, there are many, you know, there are many placements with Google and what what do you use mostly? Uh, in terms
1: of ad platform, is it? Uh,
0: placements as well. So, you know, there are different types of videos uh, and and what are the best ones in your opinion?
1: For Facebook or Google?
0: Uh, Google. Google. Oh, Google? And YouTube
1: and all Google related, basically. Sure. Uh, I think search is still the best. Even though it's like the most simplest to set up. So search ads. And then afterwards, there's shopping. And then there's uh, display remarketing. And then there's uh-huh. YouTube. So generally, search ads are the most profitable, obviously. Um, then display remarketing is still... Um, very very powerful mm-hmm. in terms of the favorite one or the best one uh i don't think there's any best one but see, i just think that search is still the most profitable
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah most expensive as well to get uh, a, get a click correct or you know uh customer
1: yeah cause it's the easiest to set up right so the barrier of entry is mm-hmm. still um the lowest but the thing is it's quite funny cause it's like a lot of marketers are very lazy so, like, in, like, imagine you sell makeup, Most right? Them, yeah. They, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they only, like, target <laughs> buying makeup honest. online. They, they don't, like, go long tail, right? So, like, you can just go all day, every day. Because, like, if you are focused on one account, one niche, right? Then you can just target so many uh, small little long tail keywords that don't have a lot of traffic, but uh, no one else is bidding for that keyword. So, you're definitely going to be number one all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just opened up my Instagram because uh, in the morning when I was in the gym... Uh, a friend of mine sent me a message. They have an e-commerce uh, beauty brand and they uh, experience with TikTok and they spent $1.5 or dollar mm-hmm. and they got four purchases with TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and their AOV is, I think, around $30, something like that, 25 So <laughs> let's talk about TikTok because I know you do it as well. Um yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, TikTok is like, the traffic is, is like super cheap, but I tested a few products. Uh, For example, it's like not every product is going to hit or like not every product is going to go like viral, like that type of product. It's like the product itself needs to have extremely visual element to it. So, um, I showed you another product just now uh, in the previous call, right? It's like uh, they sell, a, I'll just say food product, but then their packaging is black in color. So, it's mm-hmm. like difficult to differentiate and it's not visually appealing purely because you know it's it's just a black piece of packaging. So I think that the products that, you know, uh the D2C consumer, the very general ones that work very, very well on Facebook, like the makeups and um the skincare stuff like that, is going to work very well on TikTok. Mm. Um yeah. Yeah. And, and other I think issues.
0: You, Yeah. Yeah.
1: You mentioned also like the AOV, $30, right? So obviously because yeah. the, the age range is like a bit lower, the spending power is like less. But if you are willing to um, you know, the cost per purchase is you just you know just wanting to have a lot of top of funnel traffic coming? I think it totally makes sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah, actually, uh, I I think TikTok is uh, becoming the audience. The average audience is becoming older as well. Of course, the average is way younger than on Facebook and Instagram, but mm-hmm. I can see more and more people in their thirties, forties to browse TikTok for hours. So it's really interesting what's what's happening there. Um, what in your opinion, for what niches would you recommend uh, TikTok? Skincare, beauty, all of these visual products, is it similar to Instagram? Uh, yes, correct. But more... Um,
1: I know there's like a slime. You know what slime is, right? Like that gooey, colorful thing. Yeah, that
0: yeah. One. Actually, I believe it or not, like four years ago, five years ago, with my friend, we wanted to sell that as our first <laughs> e-commerce store. But then never, nothing happened. We didn't even uh, make uh, any websites or anything. So, yeah, it was just yeah, an so, idea. Yeah.
1: I, I saw, like, one of the brands, like, the the guy just started, you know, creating his own slimes. But because it's so visual, right? Every single organic video gets, like, 700,000 to a million views. So, wow. like, yeah. it's going crazy. And it's, like, uh, it got so viral until, like, for example, Kim Kardashian shouted out that slime brand. And so they Mm. they basically just win acquisition already because you know i mean you got a testimonial from kim kardashian so um yeah i think anything d2c consumer where the consumer can physically see the product itself and it's like very easy to explain within five seconds is going to do well on tiktok -er. yeah
0: yeah yeah um probably don't sell furniture there or expensive really expensive (laughs) stuff i guess luxury products yeah correct and uh yeah, so we shortly discuss all of these three channels and let's connect them. So do you do uh, each of these three for your e-commerce clients? How much do you connect them? And you know, uh as you go as people go through the funnel, how do you target them with these three channels?
1: Sure. So not not every client does all three channels, huh? it only we only do all three if it kind of makes sense for them. Uh but generally Facebook is still the highest spender. Uh so you know, Facebook call traffic is still the highest spender to acquire customers. Then mm. once that is stable, then, you know, we bring in obviously the branded search campaigns and then, uh, running scags on Google search and shopping at the same time on Google. Um, and then we only try TikTok when Facebook is stable, you know, when Facebook has, you know, mm. quite okay acquisition, then TikTok comes yeah. in. Um, then we do YouTube retargeting. So YouTube display and then Facebook retargeting. So we just try to have like a three-headed monster on the retargeting site and then obviously, uh-huh. you know, your email on the back end should cover stuff as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's generally the case. Like I know Facebook is like, uh, really problematic sometimes, but they still have the lion's share of the data. So, um, I don't see yeah. it changing anytime soon per se. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And, uh, without a stable, uh, Facebook and Google, would you start TikTok and would you put it as the first channel to go? Um, if, if the product makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah and if, if the product's like, yeah, go ahead sorry. Yeah and if uh if you get good results right from the beginning yep. like my friends because actually now they got uh, bans from Facebook and uh earlier this week and now they have this on TikTok and I think they are thinking about just changing the whole strategy focusing on TikTok. Yeah. Correct. Right. Uh I think also because TikTok is like
1: everything is video centric. There's a limit character limit to the ad copy right? So the barrier of entry to get good creative is very high. Like if, if mm-hmm. your creative just doesn't convert, right, you need to create a new one. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> yeah. like people who are lazy just can't win there because, you know, they just don't try and uh-huh. try and try. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Maybe is this the platform where you need the most amount of creatives? Uh, no, I think YouTube is a bit more, um, uh-huh. more work because YouTube is like uh, the guy
1: is watching a nice video he wants to click on, then you're just interrupting. Whereas TikTok, these guys are still looking for content. You know what I mean? They're just mm. brainless. Yeah, scrolling. browsing.
0: Yeah, correct. correct. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So basically, to sum it up, you would uh, go with a lot of UGC testimonials, collect them and stack them up, and uh, focus on emotions and storytelling. Uh, yes. Probably longer format copy for that. And and use all of these three channels together, and the most call traffic uh, comes from Facebook, and then you use Google, YouTube to retarget. But I think you explained it better earlier. Uh, and then TikTok is a nice addition, but it's still a relatively new platform, right? So mm. if somebody finds good results, they can uh, they can use it as the main channel for traffic, but uh, it's rare, I think, at this moment. Um, yeah. yeah. It's also amazing for organic, for sure.
1: Yeah. I, I know there's one thing that's going to happen. Uh, the marketers are going to come in, they're going to flood TikTok, and they're going to ruin TikTok.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so it's, it's like, it's not a matter of like when, but like, and it's not a matter of if, but when, right? Because you know they're going to come. It's just more like, when does TikTok clamp down, just like Facebook? Yeah. So.
0: And Instagram too, I, I think, because uh, the organic, organic reach was amazing like five years ago, but now it's it's worse. And uh, it, it happens step by step, literally, like from one day to another, people start complaining, hey, uh, today I got uh, much less, uh, or this week I got much less uh, reach than last week, and they never see the same uh, reach anymore. So... Yep. It's, it's painful for them, for influencers. Yeah. Yeah. Would you add anything? Uh, would you have any advice to e-commerce business owners for the next, you know, for the rest of the year, we still have, uh, four months from this year.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, you better do email. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, like if you don't have a, seriously, I don't talk to so many e-commerce brands, right? I know your, your site, you talk to more established. Um, e-commerce brands because they are doing, you know, they're doing multi-seven figures really. But then the ones who are trying to scale, right, because they don't even have top-line revenue, it's like they don't have a plan and they will get absolutely killed in e-commerce because they don't have lifetime value. They don't know how to retain customer. They don't know how to get customer to repeat buyers. If you don't know how to do that, you're just like a one-trick pony, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, I, I recommend them. It's like, it's not about what platform you should go on. It's just like figure out your value ladder or how how much people are going to buy what they're going to buy and what is the next upsell. So the most profitable econ brands, right? They are the ones that are super high ticket or you got organic traffic coming in, in a certain way. That is like very predictable. Those are the two that I see that are killing it uh, basically.
0: Yeah. So if you go to paid ads, then make sure you have a high AOV, uh, or if you have a low one, then go organic as much as you can. Yeah, That's correct. That's really interesting. Okay. Um, Yeah, thanks for sharing all of these and thanks uh, to the listeners. Actually, we are coming out with an email marketing mini course soon. So even if somebody is in the six-figure range or lower seven-figure range, I think this course will help many of them. Um, So stay tuned. And uh, yeah, thanks again, Jonathan. And uh, every week we come out with new episodes in our podcast. So stay tuned.
1: Thank you so much, Dale.
0: Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Ecom show podcast. If you want to learn more about e-commerce, retention marketing, check out our Facebook group called Top 3% E-commerce Email Marketing or check out our website, thebudaimedia.com. The show is brought to you by the team of Budai Media. See you in our next episode and don't forget our goal. Grow your e-commerce business together.